Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm M. Burnham. And I'm Laura Brodnick. You said that so precisely. I felt like I had to mock, not mock you, all that too. Mock me. <laughs> Mimic you. I went for the nickname this time because I realised people call me M. Burnham and I'm here like a formal person going, I'm Emily. Yeah, if someone asked me your last name, I honestly couldn't think of it. You're just M to me. MV, MV. On The Spill today, it's about Courtney and Travis's wedding special. We both watched it. We both loved it. Correct? No. All right. One of us loved it. <laughs> and we talk about everything that happened, whether we liked it, whether we not. Clearly, Laura didn't. But before that, our entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gossip? I want more headlines. Well, in big news for musical fans today, that's me and my people. Big day for us. And me. <laughs> and you. I'm I know the people. That's right. We're both hardcore musical fans. Okay. Because the first photos from the Wicked movie have been released today. Popular. You're gonna be popular. So the movie's director, Don M. Chu, shared the first photos of Ariana Grande, who is going to play Galinda with a guh, and Cynthia Arrivo, who is playing Alphaba. So we got our first glimpse of the two women in their full costumes. We've got these up now on the Spill Instagram, so you can go and like actually look at them while we're talking, nice. so you know what we're talking about. And in the social media post that he shared, John M. Chu said, you weren't told the whole story. What happens when you veer off the yellow brick road? <gasps> what has happened? <laughs> so I'm about to drop the pictures into the doc so you have okay. your first I'm look. reacting for the first time. Oh, my God. This looks scary. Are you not disappointed? I actually felt like in the meeting this morning I overhyped it. Yeah, what this am I looking full, at? Okay. That could be me in a costume. <laughs> I know. Okay, for everyone at home who's just listening, which is everyone because this is an audio medium. I think people were expecting a close-up of Cynthia Erivo's face, but it's kind of just a look of her in costume as Alphaba. You can see a hint of the green skin. You can see that she's got the like the black cloak and the witch's hat, yeah. but it's very dark and in the distance kind of shot. So you're really only getting the vibe. It looks scary. Where are the flying monkeys? Well, they're not in this, not pictured, oh. but they will be there. Okay, you want to see Glinda? Yeah, closing my eyes again. Okay. Is this better than... I'll leave you the judge of that. Oh, this is actually stunning. It's a beautiful photo, I but I can see why people are a little upset because it's Ariana Grande, but it could be anyone. It could be a doll because it's so far in the distance and it's very darkly lit and the whole image is black except for this ruffle of a pink dress that you can see in the background. It's giving Barbie and the Nutcracker. Yeah, it's giving Demon Barbie, the, <laughs> Demon Barbie. the sequel to Margot Robbie's Barbie. <laughs> so this is all we have so far, but I think they're saving the full reveals of the look for the trailer when that comes out. 
So it's going to be split into two movies, which I have. Is it? Yes. I have such intense thoughts about and my thoughts are that shouldn't be happening. Not coming out till 2024. So you've got a while to wait. But if you can't wait, the musical, the stage musical Wicked is coming to Australia. It came to Australia years ago. I, I loved it. it. I, I saw loved it in it. Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. <gasps> I'm obsessed. It's my favourite musical. I went so with my can... parents and yeah. my dad was literally on the edge of his seat. Every time a song finished, a good story. he would like literally be like, too good, too good. <laughs> your dad and I are the same. Literally. I'm so sure he's watch. so excited okay, for this well, time Well, in around. August, your dad and I can go yes. together to the theatre. I'll come. Love that I mean, like, okay, I want to be there. Come. Thank you. Okay. A scandal has occurred <laughs> at this year's Coachella Music Festival. Do you know what I'm talking about? What Coachella is, yes, I do. I understand. I know what you know Coachella is, but do you know the scandal I'm talking I, about? I do, but I'm not sure if scandal's the right word, but you fill me in on what happens. Okay. Famous celebrity ex-lovers Camila Cabello and Sean Mendes were spotted kissing... Not kissing. They were kissing and someone filmed them. It's all over the internet. They're meant to be exes and I'm confused. I also want to point out that this video was filmed on an iPhone 4 because I can't tell anything that's happening. <laughs> How do you know the exact iPhone just because it's so grainy and I shitty. made an educated guess okay, as sure, someone who sure, works sure. in social media. Yeah, okay, this was filmed on a brick. opinion, yes. <laughs> so if you don't know, Sean and Camilla split in November 2021. Everyone is very, very upset about it, especially the Sean Millers of the world. Oh, is that their fandom? I think so. Oh, or did I make that up? No, it's their fandom. <laughs> I know. I'm part of it. I'm part of it. They put out a joint statement after they split saying, we started our relationship as best friends and will continue to be best friends. We so appreciate your support from the beginning and moving forward. Camilla and Sean. <laughs> I love these joint statements. We do a lot of these, don't we? So they put out that joint statement and that was the last we ever heard of them until this video happened in Coachella. So I kind of want to describe the kiss okay, that, sure. that I feel I could give. Did em- you zoom right in? I zoomed so far in that it was pixelated. <laughs> More pixelated than what it was before. But I feel like this kiss could give Emrata and Harry a run for their money. Oh, that's a really intense comment to make. I know. I know. And you know what? I probably will regret it. So the kiss was very sudden and unexpected. They were kind of like swaying with each other and then they're like very giggly and happy Because, like, there's a huge height difference, right? So she's kind of looking up at him like he's God. And he's (laughs) like... Emily's got her face tilted up right now. Like, you look like a goldfish coming up the surface of the tank for some food. If I sound really far from the mic, it's because I'm (laughs) acting out what Camilla was doing. So she was looking up at him like he was God. But because he's so tall, he was kind of, like, looking over her head into, like the Coachella Music Festival because yeah. they were there. And then she just kind of like tried to catch his eye, like doing a bit of a sway. Yeah. And then he sees her and then they kiss. Ooh, scandalous. Oh, and someone caught it all on camera. Because they'd also, I saw they'd been walking around the festival kind of holding hands and being a bit snuggly. So I feel like someone was really on the lookout yeah, to Someone was like, something's going to happen. I'm going to get it on footage and I'm going to put it everywhere. And there's so many celebs there, but this is like the news that's really come out as yeah. the most exciting thing. Everyone else is a bit boring. So I kind of made my own storyline from this. Sure. So obviously I saw like the footage before, like when they were like seeing each other. And I think it was one of those situations where you know your ex is going to be in an event, but you don't know how it's going to play out. Right. So they see each other. They all have mutual friends. So they're kind of like cheersing and like smiling and giggling. And then you're like in that euphoric state of mind when you're at a music festival where you're like giggly and laughing. You've had a few drinks. (laughs) The people around you are the people you love. And you're like, what will make this moment really perfect is if I kiss someone. Yeah. 
And if it's someone that you've already kissed before or have a relationship with, easy, that's right? way more alluring than yeah. a stranger, even though it shouldn't be. A stranger would be safer. But do you think this <laughs> means that they're actually getting back together like the internet is saying? Or do you think it was just a bit of a pash in the moment because they were, you know, a bit tipsy, a bit with the yeah. music? I think it was a pash in the moment. But now because the internet's going crazy, like this tweet saying, Sure, Miller is back. <laughs> and people are going, and they just make sense together because if I'm honest, they're a perfect match. So now they have to be together. They're going to have to put another statement being like, hey, guys, we just had a little drunk pash. Please calm down. I was nervous and I knew I'm not going to be able to say my vows without crying. There's really no love story like you guys. Love you so much. It's not even the martini talking. Our wedding felt like time didn't exist and it just felt perfect. It's time to unpack a very special event. And that is the new documentary, if you use the words of the people behind it. (laughs) Till Death Do Us Part, Courtney and Travis. So this is the wedding of Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker that happened over a year ago. And then the Kardashians' new season came out and there was no wedding content to be seen. And some of us, me, were like, what the hell? This is just a missed content opportunity. And then this cobbled together one episode, which was all the footage that was taken just on their own personal cameras, was released on Friday on Disney Plus. Mm. Now, you might not know it was there because Uh. I was like, Disney, are you ashamed of this new Kardashian special? Because it wasn't on the homepage or the slash. I only knew about it because my sister, who's only just discovered the Kardashians exist because she's breastfeeding a small child and Mm. is up at night looking for things to watch, messaged me and was like, man, the opening of this wedding special is a bit intense, right? With the drunk kissing kind of, I'm paraphrasing, at like 6am. And so I had to go search Disney Plus. And then I got an intense message from you over the weekend being like, where is the wedding? special i can't find it i am embarrassed <laughs> of the lengths you i went to yeah. <laughs> to look for this stupid documentary when all it was was in the actual kardashian series so if you want to go watch it it is within the kardashian series on disney plus it's not like a separate thing that i thought it was and if you can't find it i'm sorry because well, i couldn't find it either the worst thing was like i was like i'm kind of embarrassed to watch this even though i'm obviously gonna like be into every second Why? of it no no i did love it it's a cinematic masterpiece <laughs> go that far i was like not only is it a bit embarrassing to be watching this but now i'm hunting for it i'm typing <laughs> things into the search the hunt, bar yeah. i'm scrolling for it like they make you work for it but anyway we both did watch it so the idea was that they didn't want the camera crew there there was a bit of uproar around that people going oh courtney's so entitled but and i hate that i know this but kim kardashian <laughs> and Kanye West also didn't have a film crew at their wedding. Very different to Kim's wedding to Chris Humphreys where it was a full televised event with like a 50-person camera crew and like stage shots and everything, whereas Kim's wedding was just what was taken on people's iPhones while they were filming. So That's smart for her because she was like, what if it's another 72-hour job? (laughs) I didn't think think she thought that was going to happen since she literally carried their child (laughs) down the aisle, but I thought that was a lot better done than this because this was kind of really light on the content. But anyway, it started off with Courtney and Travis sitting on a bed together and it's Ugh. black and white. Am I remembering that? Or did I just like lose my consciousness? It was giving John Lennon vibes. <laughs> what? Why? John Lennon and Yoko when they're like sitting on the bed. Oh, okay. I mean, that was an activist statement, but sure. Oh. Um. <laughs> I thought it was for the magazine. <laughs> um. Don't keep that in. It sounds so dumb. <laughs> keep it in. <laughs> So they're on a bed together. They're getting filmed by one person. They're kind of setting the scene of their three weddings. Vegas was the most perfect thing of all time. Like Vegas was post-Grammys, like off like the highest highs and like 
And the chapel was so perfect and the neon lights. Vegas was magical. My baby was loose. They are so not actors. No. You can tell so hard that they are trying to act. Yeah. But they obviously seem very much in love. So we get obsessed with each other. Which is very sweet. And I do agree with Courtney when she says that people who are upset about their making out and like, you know, on red carpets and events and stuff, like you could just look away. They're not hurting anyone. I do agree with that. I love them making out. It gives us something fun to talk about. I like watching it. Yeah. I don't know who's complaining (laughs) about watching it. I (laughs) enjoy it. Okay. So we get wedding number one, which is their Vegas wedding. Yes. So that was after the Grammys, I want to say, and they were super drunk. They tried to get married by an Elvis impersonator and they did get married, but not officially. Courtney passes out on the floor drunk. And then they had their official American wedding because they were getting married in Italy, Yes, which was very cute. They seemed very unaware of like what was going on, right? Mm. She was like, do we say stuff now? Do we say it now? And I was like, she's trying to tell you, Courtney, just let the officiant do her job. That was actually my favourite wedding. Oh, was it? Yeah, because MJ, her grandma, was there and his dad was there. Yeah, because they couldn't fly to Italy. They couldn't fly to Italy. And I'm like, this is really cute. And then they went to Italy. And I've got to say the Italy wedding is probably my favorite. Well, that's the actual wedding. It's like, the, that's the yeah, opulent It's a big bit. boy. And I know. <laughs> the big boy creepy, wedding. Creepy way to say it. And I know a lot of people being like, oh, in this particular moment, it's really hard to watch this kind of obscene outpouring of wealth. Mm. And I was like, no, oh, that's true. But also I was sitting on my couch on a Saturday morning with a coffee and like I only want to watch rich out of touch people swan about Italy. You Almost know, it's the exact very kind of way soothing. I watched yeah. it as well. And I also really like that because I think that was the second time he flew after his accident. Yeah. And I thought so you keep bringing up all like the nice bits about like the family and them overcoming it was trauma. So... And it makes you feel like I can't like make fun I'm of sorry, them. Sorry, but it was such a nice <laughs> It is very nice. Especially because his son Landon was also very yeah. worried about flying as and he well made it. and he had to get off two commercial flights and ended up being able to come with Kim on her private jet so I guess you know that's nice if you've got a private jet yeah, because working of the, together well yeah his friends died in that plane crash and he nearly died and he was in like intense rehab with a lot of like physical mm. pain for a long time so anyway that's a weird way of course of the wedding so they get to Italy yes and then we have the whole setup of the Kardashians all emerging on yeah. Portofino. I want to ask a question. Oh, sure, because I'll definitely know the answer. So in the Italy part of the wedding, which was probably like half of the whole episode, yeah. there were a lot of boats. Do you think they had a different boat for each day <laughs> or was it the same boat? Because it was a big boat and I couldn't figure out. I don't know why I'm like harped on this one thing, <laughs> but I was like, is this a succession thing where it's like the same boat or is it like – a Kardashian thing where they probably have different boats. I think there were definitely different boats. So one was the Dolce & Gabbana yacht because Dolce & Gabbana, problematically, were hosting the entire wedding yes, and it was at right. their home that they owned. All the clothes were from the archives that they redid for the family and it was like a way for them to kind of rebuild their image after some really problematic things that have come out over the last couple of years mm. and a lot of magazines and outlets hadn't really been covering them in the same way because of that but then they had to cover the Kardashian wedding and the photos and the clothing. So it was kind of like a get-out-of-jail-free card for them. I think they were different boats. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm, I'm disappointed. The boat is the least interesting part of all of this. <laughs> it, it, it is. It really is. That you're I'm super sorry. fixated on I'm that. Sorry. There's all these like kind of little scandals and conspiracies and stuff coming yes. out of this wedding. Tell me conspiracy. Okay. So one of the biggest ones is at the time. Yeah. 
everyone thought Pete Davidson was going to go with Kim because I was still together then. That was his last SNL, like as an official cast member. Mm. So I can see why he didn't come. Corey Gamble, Chris Jenner's longtime yeah, partner, wasn't there. wasn't there at the time. Everyone thought they were definitely broken up. Those were all oh. the stories that ran. They're obviously still very much together. So they didn't say in the wedding special, but people thought maybe he had COVID. I don't know. Hard to say. Yeah. No one bought partners though, did they? Out of all the siblings. Well, I mean, Rob doesn't come. He's like disappeared and he wouldn't bring like Black China or anything like that. (laughs) They're not together anymore. Pete wasn't there. And also Chloe allegedly wasn't with Tristan at the time. But who knows with those two crazy kids? I feel like they're back together now. Mm. And so, yeah, it was very partner free. So they had like all their kids there. But the big kind of conspiracy, and it's not even a very good one, but Mason Disick, Courtney Kardashian's eldest son with Scott Disick, wasn't in the documentary at all, not even in the background, which is very hard to do because there's all these sweeping shots of the party and the yacht and the family together and everyone who's there, even like little kind of bit players, are in the background footage, but Mason is nowhere to be seen, which started this whole thing that he wasn't at the wedding. But if you look back at photos at the time, I hate that I know this, he was there. What happened? Well, maybe he like left the reception or he had to like, they have literally not addressed any of this, which is kind of strange because sometimes with the kids, they do come out and say like, this happened, but like, please like, you know, respect our privacy, that sort of thing. They haven't said anything. So Maybe he asked not to be filmed. Maybe. Like, you know, he he's, a third, bit, he's, he's like one of the older ones. Yeah. yeah. And stuff. So maybe he asked not to be filmed. And I think that they've been like quite open at the fact that if the kids say I don't want to film, then they don't film yeah. them. So maybe that happened. Or maybe he was at the trip and went to the wedding but didn't go to the reception. I don't know. It's a weird thing for people to fixate on. But I guess they were looking for some sort of drama and a kid not being there. Because then people were like, oh, he was a Scott because Scott was angry that Courtney was getting married because he was still in love with her. <sighs> but Scott was like getting drunk in London at the time. And Mason wasn't pictured with him so no yeah I have a feeling he would be there but also you see all the kids walk down those crazy long steps coming down to the wedding and I would fall on my face for real I thought Courtney was gonna fall how funny when her veil kept getting I know her dress got a lot of shit and I've got to say when I first saw it in the pictures that came out I was like oh wasn't quite expecting that full lingerie look but coming down those steps and they had to airlift everything yeah, with those helicopters and, and like stuff. drop yeah. everything down and stuff. And I was like, this is the most intense wedding ever. Uh, we're stuck. Seeing her come down the stairs, I was like, oh, it actually is beautiful with the veil. that veil that had Travis's tattoos sewed yeah. into it. But every two seconds, she's like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I was like, that girl. That was scary. My heart was like pounding. Oh, my God. The dramatic effect of this. You thought she was going to go tumbling. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, she's going to fall. Takes a brave woman to walk down a cliff face on her wedding day in in heels heels with the world's longest veils. And you see that guy behind who I think worked for Dolce & Gabbana and was like fighting for his life. He was like, like, this is my moment. I cannot (laughs) screw this up. He was like being drowned by veil and he looked like he was going to tumble down the cliff and then it kept getting stuck and she kept like forward and Christiana's crying and I was like and she's like here's the ring from your father who passed away and Courtney's like I'm about to fall down a cliff and I was like this is so intense every time they mention their dad I cry yeah you said you cried at this and I was like what part induced tears 
that part. Okay, now I feel shitty. Always crying. The other thing I thought was really interesting from the whole documentary was the fact that you were seeing the Kardashians a bit unfiltered because it was just one person kind of filming. So if they're trying to get Courtney, you were just getting the rest of the family Mm. in the background going about their business. You couldn't like say, we'll only use this camera, we'll use that camera. And so you got some like moments where you kind of saw what their real life was like in a way. Like Kim Kardashian, and I understand this is her job, obsessive, obsessive about filming, taking the photos. You know, like they get on the boat and she was just like, I've got to get this footage, I've got to get this. Like she's not even greeting anyone. They get to the house they're staying and she's like, where's my room? Where are we doing glam? I need to set up my glam straight away. And then she was like, okay, this will be good for pictures. This is where I'll do pictures. And you don't always, like you see her filming in the show, but you never see that intensity that her whole life. She's there to work. She's working, yeah. (laughs) Again, respect, but like it's a very intense, it's like she's always at a 10 of I have to look perfect, I have to be getting groomed, I have to get glam and I have to get all these shots set up like her whole life is a performance and I think like we knew that but you see it so much in the wedding special because they couldn't chop and change. Every time you see her on her phone it's literally just the camera open and I'm like you're just here for content which is so great because I don't think anyone else in your family is and I'm like you're working, you're working for this and (laughs) I respect it. Exactly. So overall like I'm happy that we had this little moment to kind of see the wedding. I want to watch it again. Yeah, it's so going to be trending on Disney Plus and it's just M. It's just me. <laughs> playing it over and over again. Trying to find it every <laughs> time. It. So if you'd like to watch Till Death Do Us Part, Courtney and Travis, all three weddings, it is on Disney Plus. As we said, go into season two <laughs> right down the end. You'll find us. Thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode was produced by Laura Brodnick and Gia Moylan with audio production by Rhiannon Mooney. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and over at The Spill Instagram. Bye. 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 Na 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 na